Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We're going through the Gospel Project, and today we are in Unit 22, Session 3, Daily Study 5 from John chapter 5, verses 31 through 47. And today we're going to wrap up the, the review of the principles that we have been studying, the dig and discover principles. And maybe you're saying, oh, I have struggled really holding all of these principles together. That's okay. Um, it it takes practice and you're going to have to keep going back to it and over and over and over again. That's how you get good at this. It's kind of like golf. I'm terrible at golf. And you you take a lesson and they're like, hold your hips this way and, and move your elbows this way and twist your body this way. And, um, you know, when I do golf, it looks like this weird Gumby funky yoga. I don't know what, you know, and the ball dribbles off the, 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 the the driving uh, tee there it's it's just bad right um, but after a while it gets better as you learn and you have some muscle memory you begin to put these things together so don't be discouraged in fact um, my estimation or my expectation is rather low um, as you come into this and I don't expect that you listening to the podcast is going to fully equip you and that's why we have small groups and that's why we get together every week and why you go to God's Word every single day, not just to get good at studying, but so that the Word of God becomes part of you and transforms you, your family, and your church, and your community. But in order for that to happen, it's just like eating. You got to do it every day, every day, every day. So here are the principles. We talked about the line. We talked about asking good questions. We talked about genre and structure and tone and mood, traveling instructions, the melodic line, biblical theology, text and framework and and then we put it all together and so today we're looking at how this all fits together um, that that as we start with the first principle that we are on the line we don't want to be above the line or are under the line we don't add to it or take away from it fall into license or liberalism um, with the text of scripture but rather we want the message of the scriptures to be our message as well. And so we ask good questions. We ask good questions of the text. And so we said there's powerful questions, which are the why and the how questions that really get down to um, what the text is saying. But in order to ask those questions effectively, we also have to ask the what and the who and the where and the when uh, questions. So we're asking questions of the text, and then we begin to see which questions are are along the line and moving the the purpose or the intent of the author forward. And then we look at genre, like how to eat that particular fruit. We talked about fruit and getting at it that you eat an apple differently than a banana. And there's all there's all kinds of different um, genres, but also structure. What's the structure? What are the main points? of that particular genre that you're reading, of that text that you're reading, and then tone and mood, discovering the tone and mood. So the tone of the author and the mood of the recipients. And in in order to do this, you, like you can't leave out mood because mood, you're going to go through traveling instructions, right? It isn't just what this means to me, but rather you need to get at what did the author intend? What is the author's tone? And what did the hearers hear? And what was their mood? Um, in hearing that. And then you can get to 
okay, what does this mean here? And begin to to reflect. And, and that's where you put these principles together and the principles together begin to indicate that melody, that melodic line of tone, main idea, and transformational intent, right? And then you're going to reflect from that when you when you move from saying, okay, we've got to start with the line, good questions, genre, structure, tone, and mood, and traveling instructions, you get to the melodic line of tone, main idea, transformational intent. There's two kinds of reflections that come after that that will dis- that will help you discern, am I really on the line? And that is biblical theology. In biblical theology, am I in am I tra- interpreting and interpreting, translating, interpreting? Am I interpreting this particular text in a way that fits with all of Scripture? Can I see the uniqueness of this text? And um, you also have an opportunity to reflect on text and framework. Are there some things that I'm bringing to the text that I need to change because um, this text isn't quite fitting, and maybe it's something in me or my understanding of how life works or reality that I am bringing to the text that needs to change. And see, then when you look at biblical theology, you have a revised melodic line. You revise what you understand from the text, and then you you understand further the tone, main idea, and transformational intent. Um, this is oftentimes what happens in your Bible study. Um, when you sit around and you really stare hard at the text, and you say, how are these things connected, and what are these ideas? Um, how does the genre affect this particular part of the passage in what the author is, is communicating? What is the structure? And these things begin to fall in into place. And then you begin to see as, as the discussion heats up, um, wow, here's how this fits into the biblical story. And you know, I thought this little piece was important, but I realize it's it's just a detail. Um, it's not the main thing. And the main thing is really this. And that's where you revise that melodic line and you realize, oh, this is the author's tone. Here's the main idea. Here's the transformational intent. And that's where the magic, if I can use that expression um, from C.S. Lewis, I love, that's where the magic happens. Because then you walk away from Bible study going like, I am so glad that I came to Bible study. I'm so glad that I heard that message this morning because I got God's word and it did something in my life. That is what we're after. We're after that kind of magic. God's after that. I mean, it is why he sent his son Jesus into our lives, that the power of the word of God, that the spirit of God might apply that to our hearts and lives. And by God's sovereignty, he's called you to be a student of God's word. He's called you to be, to study God's word. So he's putting it out there and he's saying, here's a gift, but I, I want you to do some work to, to really dig and to really get at this. I'm not going to spoon feed you like a baby all all time. I rather I want you to go deeper. I want you to dig into these truths that are foundational and transformational. And that's why God gives us His Word, and it is truly an amazing thing. So I would encourage you, Christian, today, um, to take heart, to be determined to study God's Word, to teach your children the study of God's word. Maybe today that means you got to cut some things out of your life, right? You got to simplify. You've got to slow down. You've got to say, you know what? This is important. If I'm really going to discover what life is and what life's about and live with meaning and purpose and peace and love and grace and and all the, the, the fruit of the spirit that God intends, um, then I'm just going to have to say no to a whole bunch of stuff. 
uh, in order to say yes to some good stuff, which is the Word of God, God's people, living as God intends for God's glory.